Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Tonight, we're talking about Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Now, San Diego Comic-Con just came and went, and a bomb dropped during the presentation when Kevin Feige and Ryan Coogler brought the teaser trailer of Black Panther 2, and oh, man, what an emotional time. But fortunately enough for to talk about it, we got our very own Dot Chris. That is correct. Yeah, and I'm your host, back at Ivanka Sergio. Guys, so have you seen the trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Because, man, what an emotional time, right? Because we live in a world where not only has a main actor passed away in Chadwick Boseman, but in in the actual movie itself, it looks like they're honoring him and, and making the character pass away, too. And unfortunately, as you watch the trailer, you see certain things like, you know, Letitia Wright in uh, Shuri's character crying. You see Nakia, Lupita Nyong'o. You see some of these characters being somber. And it's just such a sad thing because you know that they didn't really have to pull too much of their acting in order to pull that off. Because, you know, they're, they're feeling the weight of Chadwick Boseman being gone. So when you see like Letitia Wright as Shuri crying in the trailer, you just know that that's just her remembering Chadwick. And that that real impact that happened in in our world in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and man, did like I, I'm not gonna lie, it, it it brought a tear to my eye when, you know, you realize that this this trailer is giving you this this somber moment of all right, we're gonna be remembering, uh, you know, like our, our, our fallen brother and and mentor and all around good guy Chadwick Boseman and also the Black Panther, but we're also trying to move it towards in the future. So um, the, the, the trailer had a lot of stuff in it too. I mean, I love when trailers show us a good portion of what we're going to get, but we don't know anything. This thing was cut perfectly to which we're giving a lot of images, but we don't know the full story. And one of the big things they gave us, Chris, was Namor the Submariner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first time on the screen, for those who don't know, uh, I'm not going to go too f fully into it. There are channels who are dedicated to comics. Uh, you know, you should definitely check them out for full history and, and everything on Nemo the Submariner. It belongs to Short. He was a character that was made in the 1930s and uh, uh, before like Marvel was like really, really a thing. Um, he's one of the, like, the, the first mutants in comics, even though later on, like Apocalypse and some of those characters were the first uh, technical mutants. Um, he's the son of a human and an Atlantean. But in this Marvel Cinematic Universe, they're changing it from Atlantis. I don't know if you know this, Chris. You're changing it from Atlantis to Talocon or to Talocon, something like that. Uh, well, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. There was an interview um, that, that was done uh, for, I think, believe the soundtrack. And on officialmarvel.com, um, mm -hmm. they, they, they talked about it. And they didn't officially say why, but we're all just going to guess that Marvel and yeah. Disney is going to distance himself from DC because they don't want an Atlantis with Aquaman that's going to be coming out pretty soon. And Damn Marvel you, Jason Momoa! <laughs> right? It's like, yeah. And, and I, I think it's pretty cool because, you know, like Ryan Coogler is bringing this whole like Meso-American, like South American like vibe to the Atlanteans and it looks mm -hmm. damn good too with like the gold and the jade and like the Aztec Incan and and, and Mayan vibes you know the, the whole Mesoamerican thing the combination of, of the Latin, like South Southern Latin America and I kind of like that too you know like his kingdom being old probably as old as Wakanda uh, you know and being able to go up against him too because Namor Namor is no slouch he's bulletproof uh, he can withstand the uh, the pressures of the ocean, which is why he's bulletproof. He has super strength. Uh, he has wings on his feet. That's a mutation. 
So hopefully, maybe they'll talk about that. Not sure, but he, but it allows him to fly. He has speed. Like, he's basically Superman underwater. So if you've seen Aquaman in, in DC, that's pretty much who Namor the Submariner is. But in comics, he's uh, partnered up with he, he, he partnered up with, with Steve Rogers during World War II, you know, uh, during World War I. Um, he, he's also partnered up with, with the Avengers, with the X-Men. Like, he was all over. So the Marvel Cinematic Universe is different, so I'm... I'm kind of hyped to see where they're going to take him and also to find out who the new Black Panther is. And uh, yeah. Chris, before we get to that part, what was your reaction in watching this trailer? Uh, I thought it was great. I mean, like, obviously, you got to hit the heartstrings, like, 100%. You can't do it. Like, Chadwick Boseman absolutely crushed his performance uh, in Black Panther. So, like, dude, like, you... you you can't ignore that. And he did such a good job that you can't you can't replace that. Like you can't recast that character. He was awesome. Um I think in I feel like at the moment in this phase it there's been there seems to be setting up for a lot of torch passing anyways. So if they're gonna kinda keep the theme of passing the torch on, um why not why not do it? Keep keep the trend going. Um, a lot of amazing visuals, which was like half the fun of uh, of watching the first Black Panther. Um, Ryan Coogler knows what he's doing. Just let just let him go. Just let him do it. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Everything you see again, they didn't give too too much stuff away. I think we've known that Namor was coming. Um, they were there was a line in Black Panther that I think hinted at that being the case um i don't remember what it was i feel like casey said it at some point he's like oh yeah that means namor's that's where namor's from oh cool um so that's awesome it's going to be amazing to see the differences between what that society looks like versus um wakanda because and what's just absolutely amazing about the visuals of what ryan kugler has done with wakanda is obviously the different factions um of people in there and every single one has their own very distinct style and you know seeing these folks come out of the water it is absolutely no exception you take a look and you know kind of exactly what their vibe is um so i think visually this just looks absolutely amazing um and it did exactly what it's supposed to do oh yeah like dude visually stunning absolutely it it looks like it almost looks like they, they shot it with like film cameras instead of digital cameras because when you watch it uh, on, on, on a bigger TV, on a bigger screen, it looks different. It looks like this is the feature of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because there's been a lot of talk <laughs> about how this phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe doesn't really feel that exciting. It doesn't really feel that great. And some of the stuff has looked a bit cheap. And, and you know, obviously there's some of the stuff coming out from the visual effects artists, but it seems like a lot of the budget and a lot of the resources, right, were allocated to to this project. Like like the A team was on this, absolute A mm-hmm. and B and C team. Uh, you got they have like the best cameras, the best like c- cinematography. It's crazy. And uh so, so get a guy in chat. I like what they did uh, for the culture for him and his people. Yeah, with uh with uh with Namor, you know, and especially for the actor playing him a- as well. Um, he he was talking about at San Diego Comic Con 
about how you know he's uh, he, he's he's from the ghetto, you know uh, Tenoch Huerta, who's playing uh, Namor. I believe he is Mexican. He's talking about how you know the now Mexican kids and you know people from like South America can like see themselves within like those people and his character. I mean, like they're really doing stuff for for a lot of people's like uh, culture here, and it's cool to see like like the gold and the jade and like you know like the headdresses of like you know that that part of the world. I think I think it's really dope. Um, and the look of it, it, it just looks epic. I mean, the CG looks on point, like the, the framing, the cinematography, the way the characters are framed, like, like whatever film or digital they use to portray it. the costumes are on point, right? The Wakanda looks better. And man, did they really use Angela Bassett here? Oh man, I I, I was I, I was all good, you know. Like they show us like the, the funeral in the beginning, you know. You have them all wearing white, which which is great. Uh, you 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 see, you know, like Nakia. You see Shirdi, she's in like her headdress. Um, but then when you got Angela Bassett, you got Queen Mother talking about how, uh, you know, I, I'm the queen of the most powerful nation of the world. My entire family is gone. I was like, oh, man. And then she says, have I not given everything? I was like, oh, man, I was good up until that point. And then then I said, <laughs> then, then, then so somebody was cutting onions in my vicinity somewhere. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you know, if, if, if you, if, if you didn't out there, if you didn't tear up during that point, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, I think that part is during the snap. You know, because she says my whole family is gone, but Shuri is there. So I think mm. that I think that moment is during the snap. That's how I would make it make sense. You know, because I'm just like, wait a minute, Shuri's there. That, that's her family too. Unless she's just like, <laughs> oh, I don't count. <laughs> her husband and Chadwick are gone. The men are gone. Oh yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, everybody's gone. <laughs> Shut up, Shuri. I <laughs> would suck. But uh, uh, Chris, did now the the, the the big question about this movie. And in this trailer mm -hmm. is because at the very end, we see uh, a, for a fraction of a second here um, mm -hmm. at the end of the song, a beach. And on the beach, in the background, out of focus, what looks like Namor on his knees surrounded by fire in some rubble. And in the foreground, we have somebody in a black panther costume that has some gold in it. But the frame mm -hmm. of it looks like a woman, and everybody that, that I've you know been looking at reactions of agrees that yeah, this is like the, the frame of a woman. And in the background, it looks like we have Namor on his knees and rubble. Looks like like a fight was happening. Who do you think is a new Black Panther? Who do you think's in that costume? I my money's on Nakia. I I really wanted to be Okoye, but Okoye is getting her own show, so it's probably not Okoye. Um, I think after the last movie, after the first one, rather, um, I would have gone with Shuri. Um, but I feel like it's, I feel like it's Nakia this time around. Yeah, I, I, do. I, I, would, I would have to agree, especially because this trailer starts off with her. Yeah, it starts off with her as she's just looking out into into the distance, and you would figure like she's. I think she's more fit than Shuri. Like I can't see Shuri as a Black Panther, even though in the comics, yes, everyone we know she was also a Black Panther. But mm -hmm. in the MCU, she hasn't really been built up to take on such a heavy role like that. You know, especially like you know, like like Letitia Wright being so tiny and small. Like I yeah. think she was just always going to be like you know the 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 scientist, the tech person. You know, yeah, she's gonna kick ass. Like, yeah. don't get us wrong; she's gonna kick some ass. But is she actually wearing the mantle? My money's on not her. Yeah, I, I also think it's 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 
Nakia too, right? She she she's so perfect because the end of the other movie, you know, like she she was a spy for Wakanda. You know, it seemed like she spent mm-hmm. some time away from Wakanda, but still helping out the people in Africa and even around the world. And and she's kind of like primed to to be that because you know, like uh, T'Challa and Okoye were trying to bring her back into the fold. They're like, hey, we want you to do stuff for us, and she's like, ah, I don't know. And like you said, like uh, you know, the the Dora Milaje, I think yeah, they're getting their own thing, right? Like their own mm-hmm. uh, their own project, and 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 then it wouldn't really make so much sense for Okoye to be it because she, she's the head of the she's general of the Dora Milaje. She can't also be the Black Panther, you know, right? Because the Black Panther has to be able to 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 go global, to go anywhere in the world, and, and do certain things. And as a general of the Dora Milaje, she can't really just like, oh, I'm gonna hop off to America to help out American child. <laughs> you know, I mean? like <laughs> thing. But yeah, I I, I agree, and I, I don't even know like who you're gonna pick, but yeah, I I think she's like the prime person to 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 do it. Now, I see some rumblings of some people wanting some other characters. What do you think about, and this is a stretch, them bringing back Eric Killmonger in order to be the Black Panther? Because we know now in Marvel, people aren't dead. They can come back. What do you think about that? No. If it, only be- <laughs> just no, no. <laughs> just no, but only because like Michael B was so good and his end and his ending in that was just so perfect. It would just like I don't want them to taint that. It was just freaking iconic. Uh, what just throw me throw me over the into the water like my ancestors before me? Oh my god! Like so freaking good. Um, you can't do that. You cannot do that. It would take. I feel like it would take so much away from that character if they did it. Like Killmonger, Killmonger was one of the first bad guys that they're like, all right, Marvel figured out bad guys. Cool. Yes. Like it makes sense. Um, yeah. I mean, would it have been had they not killed him off? Yeah, that would have been awesome. But they did, and it was epic, and it was meaningful, and they should let let that stay the way it is. Yeah, yeah, I agree too. Because I see some fans are like, "Oh, you know, he could be the best fit." Because technically, you know, he did win in combat, so he is mm-hmm. technically by their laws like the Black Panther still. But his ideology was was ironclad. So if they mm-hmm. do bring him back, like he's still going to have that same mindset. He's not going to let up on that. So that you would have to kind of risk like the world essentially. <laughs> And, and yeah. themselves, because, I mean, we, we saw what happened in What If. He still took over Wakanda. He was still able to kind of, like, you know, like, sneak his way in there. And it was a cool storyline, but his ideology is kind of said, so they would have to be risking a lot if they were to bring him back just to fight off Namor, you know. Yeah. And, and Namor is, like, a, a, a huge threat. Um, so still, guy I was saying, well, it, it's going to be semi-tainted if they go with someone that never had the mantle in the source. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. If they follow the comics in, it's going to be shirty. Uh, and if it's for, 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 for shock factor, oh, what do you think? And we do have, thank you for reminding me, uh, Adam, so good a guy, um, Ironheart in this trailer as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And for those who don't know, uh, like Ironheart is Riri Williams, right? Riri, uh, um, in the comics, I believe, uh, Adam, you correct me on this, was just like, uh, kind of like your, your Peter Parker, right? Just like this kid genius scientist who is able to replicate, uh, Iron Man's costumes. I mean, Iron Man's like iron, uh, uh, armor and some of his technology just by like looking at parts and doing certain things and even like salvaging like certain, uh, like bits from his battles. And able I had to, to like pick almost picked up the mantle of Iron Man like continued that but as Iron Heart instead of Iron Man. Yeah. And uh and yeah, she she and she kind of replaced Iron Man for a bit. Thanks, Adam. 
Um, and uh, <laughs> and she was even like, I think she had like also had an internship at Stark Industries. I mean, like in the comics, like Tony Stark was still alive at the time, and he got to talk to her and everything like that. And it kind of makes me like a, a bit pissed off about the whole like Spider Man thing because like they tried so hard to make Spider Man and Tom Holland like the mini Iron Man Junior, and, yep. and but they had this plan for Riri Williams this whole time. It's like do that, but with her because it makes more sense. Because in the comics, like she had the internship, like Tony Stark was like, you you made all of this just probably like watching me and salvaging my parts like this arc reactor is just about perfect like this is insane kid like <laughs> i can't believe you're able to do this you know mm. and they kind of like took that and but did it with peter parker where he was like oh like you made your own compound for He's like who who manufactures he's like i did and he's like huh okay kid and i was like all right i don't really care for them making my iron man because they had their Riri williams already and they knew iron heart was gonna yeah. be a thing so, but yeah, anyway, it like, is weird that the first two Spider-Man movies are basically like all about Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, like when you think about it, like they were great, but like, did you have to just throw Tony Stark in there the whole time? Yeah, the, it's like can 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 Spider-Man just? I, and I like how they, they did like a reset. I mean, it took this long, but like now it looks like moving forward, he's just going to be Peter Parker. You know, he doesn't yeah. really. We don't really need to have an Avenger pop in all the time. Spider-Man can just be Spider-Man, right? And yep. and here, uh, yeah, and yeah, Adam, I saw that the Funko Pop spoiled how Riri Williams is going to look. So, oh man, when merchandise just lets the cat out of the bag, right? <laughs> and and people are kind of getting on that too because they're like, ah, oh, it doesn't look like her costume, but. We, we, we got to temper expectations, right? It's a Mark one. I'm just yep. going to say it. For those who have seen it, for those who haven't seen it, sort of like, you know, like, I mean, Tony Stark didn't come out with, like, his iconic Spider-Man armor in, in the movies, right? He was in a cave with a bunch of scraps. <laughs> Over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting, like, like her and Shirty, their relationship. I wonder if that part of the trailer takes place in, if you remember, the end of Black Panther, uh, T'Challa talking about how he opened up, like, like a science wing mm-hmm. in New York. So I wonder... If if that's where they are, they're at the compound in New York, and she's like, "Oh hey, like okay, we got this new kid in. She's kind of a genius. Let's go talk to her." And Shirley's like, "Oh hey, what's up?" So I wonder if that's gonna be like part of the story. That's a good. It's a good workaround. Yeah, I'm good with. I'm game with that. I mean, I think that makes sense that Shuri's like the the mentor because she's already just ridiculous ridiculous genius. Um, and if they're gonna like, if she's not gonna intern for Tony Stark, like who else? Uh. Wakanda program. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm looking for this movie, especially Namor, man. Like, see, seeing Namor and what, what he can do. Because, I mean, the comics and all the fans and all oh, the Marvel fans are the worst enemies sometimes because they're really, <laughs> they've been building up Namor this whole time, like Mephisto. They've been, and now that they saw him, like, they're really going full throttle. It's like Marvel fans, like, listen, I'm, I'm one too. I'm, you know, I'm an all around geek fan, like Harry Potter, DC, Marvel, all, all, that, all that good stuff, Star Wars. But, like, sometimes we just have to chill because i think we ruin things by having too much of an expectation for something so yeah. i've been seeing all these like twitter posts facebook posts youtube videos it's like guys remember how we built up snoke <laughs> i think we need to learn <laughs> from that and yeah, i think we need to chill right i mean mm-hmm. i think marvel fans like guys you could be your own worst enemy sometimes i know i'm a part of the fan base too but i think we need to chill on the youtube videos and the posts and let's not build them up to be like Let's just enjoy 
what's going to happen, right? We we don't we haven't even seen him yet, and there's this whole bit of oh, he's going to do this, he's going to do that, he's going to do this, do that. I mean, I mean, I mean, Chris, I mean, like, isn't it? <laughs> I I think we build up too much, right? Like Mephisto, there was so yeah. much stuff about Mephisto, and it's never happened. One thing that they think is kind of interesting about this, and actually, in to a certain extent, Love and Thunder as well. I feel like they've held they held off pretty long before they showed us a trailer for it. Like, this is coming out this year, and this is the first glimpse that we're seeing it. It's coming out in November, right? Like, this is the this is the big, um, like, holiday time release. Yeah. And the fact that we hadn't seen anything about this and not and barely known anything about this as well, or like, what we're going to be seeing, um, is kind of is cool and kind of refreshing. Like, I feel like a lot of, because they've been throwing so much of the TV shows at us, um, it's almost like, okay, we've, we're, we're, you know, look at the shiny object over here while we fix this thing over here, um, type of deal. So yeah, I'm, and they've been working, I mean, they've been working on this for a while. So I got, I got high hopes. I got high hopes. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be great. Oh, dude. I mean, just from the trailer alone, I mean, it, it, it was just su- such a bomb drop at San Diego Comic-Con. And I don't know if, if you've seen any of the clips, but uh, before their presentation, uh, they had an incredible ensemble of African uh, performers who came out to perform. And uh, they even had um, the... Oh, I'm trying to remember his name. I want to put some respect on this guy's name. They, they, they had the guy... Uh, what was his name? Baba Mall, the, the, the guy, yes, yes, yeah. So before the presentation, they had uh, Baba Mall, the guy who sings like this song when they're entering in in Wakanda in the first trailer, like the iconic vocals we're hearing in uh, Senegalese, and then like the 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 drum that we hear, the you know that that iconic sound for the Wakandans and the Black Panther. They had and it's called like the the talking drum, and they they had them like dressed in their garbs, and they had like the guy with the talking drum, the and and Baba Mal like like singing as they're walking. It was such an incredible thing. I was just like, damn! Shout out to those who actually got into hall h which is a hard thing to get into i mean you're talking about nerds man i love y'all y'all gotta camp out early <laughs> just to get in there to do that so shout out to y'all but man watching that footage was so incredible and to hear that quintessential that that drum that you hear every time you see wakanda they're mentioning wakanda right like you had uh in infinity war where where, where cap's just like oh i think i know a place where we can go uh get, get the stone out of vision and then you hear the and then it cuts over to wakanda it's like Man, like that drum has really become like a, a part of like who the Wakandans are. I mean, even in Falcon and Winter Soldier, when uh, when one of the Dora Milaje like shows up and you hear that drum, it's just like every time they mention it. Uh, so it's yeah. so iconic to have them out there. Like, and Ryan Coogler, like he thanked them all, and it was such a great like cultural thing to see. I mean, like it's 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 so incredible. And and for those who uh, I, I need to address something real quick. Uh, I, I see there are still some rumblings, uh, and I'm not going to mention any names or any political affiliations, but I still see, even to this day, this year, uh, people from certain affiliations talking about you know, how they just don't get it or isn't it, it, it – here's one of the most ignorant things I've ever heard. It, like, it, it isn't uh, someone like Martin Luther King enough to look up to. I'm like, are you uh, – 
brain dead. Absolutely oh brain dead. Like, we're still good. Because like, in the first Black Panther movie, the, there was all of that. For some reason, uh, certain groups and peoples and sides and political affiliations we're talking about, like, uh, basically, black people can't have shit. Black people can't have anything, right? It's just like, and, and to see that conversation, it was so like incredibly ignorant and insane talking about how like you know why are people looking forward to and looking up to and heralding this fictional character this fictional uh like city that doesn't exist like this stuff like isn't like martin luther king isn't that something that's not enough for you people essentially is what they're saying and even to this day i still see certain rumblings from certain content creators and certain High and like figures, not going to mention any names, uh, who were you know watched by millions of people, and it's just like, listen, 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 listen. First off, you guys need to calm down and stop looking at black people as a monolith. Talking about is Martin Luther King enough for you people? It's just like fuck off. You know what I mean? It's just like just like step one, fuck off. Step two, fuck off. Repeat steps one and two until you're properly fucked. Okay, <laughs> like. We look yep. forward to this and we love this shit because in Hollywood media for the longest time, right, the representation of black people has always been gangster, thug, just stereotypical things within the Hollywood industry. I mean, uh, actors who, who are Asian and who just like, you know, they, they get cast for a certain role and, uh, you know, the producer's like, well, can you just sound a bit more Asian? And it's just like, what? What do you mean? And it's just like, we both know what you mean. You know, they, they all these stereotypical tropes in old school ways, they still want people of color to be represented. So let me get something like Black Panther, where it's a civilization. Yes, we know it's not real. Yes, we know the characters aren't real. But they're represented in a way where they're not ignorant. They're very intelligent. You know, they're advanced. They're treated like normal people. And they're not treated like gangsters, not treated like thugs, they're not treated like how you would do a negative like stereotype of black people. So to see to this day, there's still like a certain political affiliation, a certain like talking points and heads where they talk about, oh, here's Black Panther again. Oh, you people are looking up to this again? Really? Like, don't you have Martin Luther King? It's like, fuck off. Like, like just like people be like people who aren't white can't have shit. <laughs> like really just just can't enjoy a portrayal of black people that's not being a thug, that's not being gangster, that's not doing drugs. I mean, you know, like it's 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 ridiculous, you know. I mean, I I even know like like I even know like straight up Italian people who are tired of like mobster movies cuz they're like that's not all we are. <laughs> We're not just yeah. like these gangsters. That's not what <laughs> we all are. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, they use Punisher's symbol for, for their garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's even more disturbing when, when you see police officers with, like, the Punisher logo on their person. It's like, yep. Jesus Christ. Because the Punisher even says in the comic, he, like, two police officers, he's like, he's like, it's not your job to be like me. You shouldn't be like me. Like, you should he's be He's a better. commentary in a satire on that whole culture. Yeah. That's the whole point. <laughs> exactly. It's, that's why we like fantasy stuff because it shows what would happen if we take this to the extreme. Exactly. And like that's why that's why it's a commentary. Wakanda is all about like what if what would this culture look like if there wasn't like slavery like the world didn't have slavery like white people didn't come and ruin things the best part about the first my favorite part about that first black panther movie is when they're in the british museum and he's talking about how all this stuff was stolen i was like oh my god yeah that none of this should be here every all every single item that's in the british museum should be like countries away uh it's crazy it's craziness people are dumb 
Yeah. This movie's gonna be great. Yeah, of th- course. This, this, this movie's gonna be great. I just, I just, uh, uh, I, it's, it's, it's cool to see that Ryan Coogler and Kevin Feige, you know, they're they're really letting like the diaspora like breathe, right? Especially like, you know, br- br- bringing in uh, the the Mesoamerican theme too, because they didn't have to do that. I mean, like like, like Namor the Submariner doesn't look Hispanic, like you know, you know, but like they're doing it just to bring more of the, the diaspora into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I think that's great, you know, and hopefully. Hopefully Namor isn't a one-off. I mean, he's so huge in the comics, but so were other, you know, like beings like Ultron was like a recurring thing, you know. But um, he, here's he, here's one thing that uh, I, I want to harp on, and, and a bit a bit a bit of a lighter note here, Chris. So in the trailer, we see a force, a military force on a ship, and we don't know mm-hmm. what they're doing. We don't know what they've got, but it looks like they have some Wakandans. In their midst, and it looks like they have some Wakandan technology. Um, and we see one of them holding up uh, what looks like a Wakandan woman up to this like big, gigantic ebony slab with some Wakandan technology in it. And I wonder if Namor and Wakanda are warring because there's another faction, another baddie, maybe the actual bad guy in this movie is a third party that we haven't seen it. I think that'll be great. Um, and that faction, that bad guy, is pitting them against each other so they can get resources. Because, like, we have to remember in the first Black Panther, they explained how, like, there was a meteor that came from space mm-hmm. with, uh, with vibranium. And it hit Wakanda, but it also hit in the ocean, too. Because there are some yeah. elements in of vibranium that's, uh, like, loosely scattered around the world, mainly deposited in Wakanda, but also in the ocean, too. So I wonder if there's a third party... And I wonder if this is too much for stress. What if it's Doctor Doom? What if what if what if Doctor Doom is just like I need that vibranium for my own purposes. I need those resources, but I need Wakanda destroyed to get that main deposit. And in the ocean, I need some of that stuff too. So what if I pit these two against each other? They destroy each other because they're both very powerful nations, very powerful leaders. And I Doom will come into the fray. I wonder if that's how they explain that T'Challa died because he was going. He 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 was like uh, on a lead of doom right he 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 was like investigating something and then he came up against dr doom and that's how he fell i, I wonder is that too far-fetched that too am i now the marvel I, fan who's like going crazy i mean you're definitely doing the charlie the charlie day like you <laughs> know Papi Sylvia thing on here. <laughs> however i feel like you may not be that far off uh we haven't seen because like Namor isn't traditionally like all he's not always a bad guy, right? Yeah, he's, he's not he's, always he's, the the antagonist, right? And I don't think we've had a movie. I don't think we've had a movie with like a pro in the MCU with like a proper like flip of the of the villain that like he then teams up with the with with the main protagonist. Like we've had the closest is like Loki, who's but he's not really like the only time he was like quote unquote good, he was mostly being forced to because he was already imprisoned. Um so I like yeah it's kind of a cliche, but also like we hadn't we haven't done that here yet. Um unless I'm completely mistaken, in which case please call me out in chats. I mean I've seen all the shit so I'd like I should know better, but um, absolutely. Like, I feel like that, that isn't completely out of the realm of possibility. And also at this point we've known like Marvel has had, uh, or rather Disney bought Fox, right? So we've known about um, the fantastic four for a while, like at least two years now we've known that they are, are building up to that. We've known um, that we're gonna have like, 
the X-Men now that there's a possibility of them being here and they have to find a way. And they're they've clearly we've already seen multiple breadcrumbs of this. Right. We've already had Reed Richards in uh, Multiverse of Madness and all and Professor X, obviously. Sorry. How did I overlook that? Um, and then, of course, the little teaser at the end of Miss Marvel. So why not have a like super surprise at the end of this one? I Serge, I would love it. If you're right, it would be freaking cool. It's a great theory. It would be a, a welcome twist. Um, it would be really cool if they do the bait and switch. They have all of, you know, all of the marketing. I like, yeah, Namor's the bad guy. And then all of a sudden you watch the movie. You're like, oh, crap, they're teaming up together. Fight freaking Doctor Doom. This would be great. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, dude, it, it'd be great, right? Because like, just like you said, like Namor's not, he's not always like a bad guy. He's He, he can be bad when, when like his interests don't align with certain things, but he's like teamed up with the Avengers, teamed up with the X-Men, you know, he's he's, he's helped out, you know, like, like for, from big events. So it'd be cool if he's not the main villain, that there's something else going on here. And I hope that he reoccurs because I want to see more of Tenacuerta, right? Like it's his, it's his first time in, in the MCU, you know, his first time in like a big budget thing like this i mean it just like like so seeing him like tear tear up at San Diego comic-con you know like like talking about his role here talking about you know coming into like the zeitgeist and being represented across the world because he's been in some other projects too he's been in in, in the perch forever uh in Nacros, mexico he's been in like uh, some smaller movies but this is the biggest thing that he's he's been on by far you know, I mean, and Marvel is just so global. So to see him in an interview, is just like like teared up, and he's even like wearing like these like traditional like feathers um, of his people, like in his hair, and like you know just like you know talking about his culture. And it's so cool to because like when he's speaking in interviews, like you can tell his English is good, but uh, but like I hope in the movie that there will be subtitles and he's speaking in, like in his native tongue because like I think that will also solidify the Mesoamerica like difference of like us from like his world. You know, like just like how even a Black Panther. They're, they're speaking, you know, like certain uh, like Swahili and, and Singalese and certain uh, and, and Kosa. I think they're mainly speaking the uh, Kosa. I think Terminator Bosom said, but it'd be cool if we, you know, we cut to them and there's they're speaking like that language. I think it'd be great to solidify them as different from like Atlanteans, as different from the rest of the world, and solidify like how powerful of a nation they are, like like together and how unified they are together. So it'd be cool uh, for, for you know to, for him to hear his language and for for little kids, you know, think about like you know like little Mexican kids who see him up on screen and even uh, I forget her name. But there's also like his right hand uh, uh, woman um, who looks like she 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 runs the forces because like she has a headdress on her, which usually in those cultures signifies like a certain level of importance. And they're like some like, you know, like so there's soldiers behind them. So I think she's helping run the forces. Um, it'd be cool for these kids to see, you know, themselves up on screen because it's 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 crazy how how like diversity and inclusion like really helps kids like be who they want to be and like you know get them interested in stuff they probably would never think of doing because he was saying how he's like literally from the hood and he would never have thought like as a kid that he would be standing up on stage talking to these people being in such a big budget thing like this and he's saying that now those people in the hood the ghetto where he's from you know, from from Mexico, that like they can be like, oh wow, well, like if, if he did it, I can do it too. And he was tearing up talking about. It. I was like, oh man, that's so great. You know, <laughs> and for all those people who talk about oh inclusion, diversity, and Marvel, look, it's like no, it's a good thing because we get all people of walks of life seeing themselves up on screen, and like, isn't that all what we want? 
to see ourselves in these characters. And in the end, it's it's a great thing. So, you know, not a problem for me, Serge. Not yeah. a problem for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, man, I, I can't wait to see this movie. Like the way the way this trailer is shot in film is glorious. Like the music of uh, No Woman and like No Cry with Kendrick Lamar's "We're Gonna Be All Right" really hit a note here. And yeah. Kevin Smith had the editor of this trailer on his channel. And he talked about how it was Ryan Coogler who came up with, you know, bringing in uh, No Woman and No Cry into it. And him talking about editing it and put it together and just, I was like, wow, it was so fascinating. But Ryan Coogler coming up with like No Woman, like No Cry, he's like, we got to use this. We got to put this in here. I was like, damn, that's good. And, you know, we, we going to be all right from Kendrick Lamar. It's like, damn. It's so heavy. <laughs> so heavy. So good. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, guys, what did you think of Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever trailer? Comment below and let us know. We can't wait to see this movie when it drops in November. Be sure to stay tuned when we watch the movie and give our review. We'll see you guys later. We'll see you another time.